G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hello, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 on Vision from 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Australians will have the chance to show their support for very special families during Legacy Week this week as their battle goes on. In its 90th year, Legacy is asking Australians to dig deep by buying an iconic badge to support the 100,000 families of veterans who gave their life or health as a member of the Australian Defence Force. Matt Gees is on the line now with Charles Wright, the chairman of Legacy Australia, as they discuss the origins of this great organisation and the annual Badge Day coming up this Friday. Well, Legacy Week started really uh, with what they used to be called Button Day in 1942, when a few people got together to try and raise funds for Legacy. And they developed a button, or as we call it now, a badge. I was at a school children's uh, event yesterday, about 100 school children explaining to about the origins of Legacy. And when I mentioned Button Day, they just looked at me and thought I was talking about a button on my shirt. <laughs> so it was very different to them. They understood what badge was like, but even then they looked at me cross-eyed a little bit. But when I said Legacy Week and what we're doing, they started to understand exactly what Legacy is all about. So... It's that time of the year when we call on the public to say thank you to the families, to the mothers, to the children who have given the ultimate sacrifice, and that is they've provided their partner or their son or their father or the, the, the veteran himself is severely injured because Legacy doesn't only look after uh, the, the family once a veteran has died subsequently or died in battle. We also look after what is now becoming an extraordinarily large number of soldiers who have served in the Middle East and uh, suffer from, particularly from mental disorders. Mm. Now, Legacy Week is a great opportunity to really discuss the, the impact of Legacy and why you do what you do. Because it's all about, as you said, supporting those widows and, and children, or, or these days even widowers in, in some particular cases, isn't it? That's ex- exactly right. A lot more women are now joining the Defence Forces, and we do have some women in that sort of category. But we don't look after the veteran themselves. We look after the families, those that are left behind. Because when Legacy was started 90 years ago, by two generals, one called General uh, Major General Jellybrand, who come from... Tasmania, and Major General, Sta- uh, Lieutenant General, I'm sorry, uh, Stan Savage in Victoria, they wanted to keep the promise, the promise to look after the wife and children when they got back, which is what the basis of what Legacy is all about. We're there to help. We are uniquely Australian. There's nothing like this in the world that looks after their own like Australia does through Legacy. And it's one of those things that we... 6,000 volunteers, many of them, of course, are veterans. Uh, Nowadays, they don't have to be a veteran to be a volunteer for Legacy. As long as they support the ideals of Legacy, we're more than happy to have a lot of people that have come to our 
assistance, like a lot of women who now are very much very enrolled in, involved with legacy. A lot of nurses, retired nurses, retired school teachers, some are working part-time and so on. And, of course, a lot of those who have been benefiting from legacy over the many, many years who want to give something back. So it is one of those issues that touches the soul of every Australian when we have someone that's done the, it's provided what we call the ultimate sacrifice to the country to ensure that it's like it is today. Charles, what's some of the new areas that Legacy are currently focusing on as part of Legacy Week? As we talk about the work of Legacy, what are some of the latest developments in the way that Legacy is keeping that promise, as you said? Well, we have over 100,000 widows and partners and children and disabled and so on, and 300 of them are over 100 years of age and down to 25-year-old mothers who have not long had the experience of losing their partner. Our badge week this year has the title of The Battle Goes On because once you lose a partner, no matter how old you are, the battle continues. How do you deal with these sorts of issues? If you're a younger person, how do you get your young children to understand that your father or partner is no longer with you? How does a widow who, for, who might be in her 80s, 90s, 100, that still misses the partner? That's the battle that goes on, and that's what legacy is all about. We're there to fight the battle, to be there, to be the family, to sit there with the, the widows and the children and say, you are not forgotten. In fact, you are absolutely extra special because your father or your husband or your partner has provided the ultimate sacrifice for this country, and you are special. We treat you as special. But a lot of kids now, with, we go to camps. This is a big issue. We, the kids love camps. We go to Busselton. We've got a number of campsites around the country where a lot of our uh, volunteers provide the service and look after them. In Busselton, the SAS, uh, uh, people look after our our children, when they go over there and enjoy themselves, they always want to come back. Every camp that I've been to, the kids just enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy meeting up with people and children and friends that they've never seen before or never met before who are in the same experience and, in, and incurring the same experience that they do. And what better way to understand, what better way to deal with your issues than to talk to somebody that also has the same issue, along with the family, there, the legatees, the volunteers are there to ensure that those children are well and truly looked after. Now, Charles, uh, legacy, uh, moving into the 21st century and keeping up with the times, as most organisations have to these days, and embracing new areas of technology and new areas of communication. You've launched a, a mobile app, and I've been uh, playing around on your Facebook site and uh, having a look at some things where you've got a uh, an interactive site where you can actually hover over some coins in a picture that give you a bit of an understanding of, of where certain monetary amounts go towards when you're supporting the work of Legacy. Tell us a little more about that. Well, technology nowadays is well and truly upon us. And uh, I'd have to say that the the team that look after uh, Legacy, with its marketing, its Legacy Week and so on, are very conscious of the technology, and particularly the younger people who want to respond and want to respond quickly. They understand different things from us getting a letter in the mail. 
they want to respond now, they want to use a credit card, they want to do these sorts of things and they want to be able to get access to their iPhones or their iPads and so on so they can do everything on it. Today, we can't walk around the street without not carrying our iPhone. We can't park sometimes without using the iPhone to pay for the parking fee. So younger people particularly have embraced this and legacy is determined to ensure that whatever technology is available, we will do it. So we have the legacy app and if you want to go on and have a look at it, it's just a new innovation. It's fantastic. You just look on it. As you say, you can do a $10, $50, whatever it is, donation, press, credit card, zap, it's all done. People said, how easy is that? And you go to the Facebook. If you go even to the website, you'll find all these issues listed there and you can immediately go on to any of these issues to assist legacy. Be assured that the donation you provide goes to where you want it to go. You can decide where you want it to go and you can also decide what you want your money to go towards. And sometimes that can be a lot of people say, well, we want this to go to young children or we want this to go to the older people who struggle paying for hip operations and those sorts of issues because they're only on a the, on the pension in many cases. Not every widow is on what they call the gold car where they get free medical. There's something like 40 or 50% of all widows that are not on gold cards. And I can tell you when you pay for a hip operation or you can do anything called go to doctors on a regular basis, it's not uncommon for us to deal with paying for a $25,000 credit card, for example, or talk to the bank about reducing the credit card or eliminating the credit card because they've got no other form of money. Once you're paying rent or you've got a house that's been left to you and you've got a maintenance, there's not much left, hardly any left, to look after your medical expenses. So these sorts of issues is what Legacy does, of course. Legacy provides a lot of social activity. But at the end of the day, with the technology that's now available, there probably is no excuse for anybody that doesn't understand the technology, even me, as to how you should use the technology and how wonderful it is. Well, it's Legacy Week. Badge Day is coming up this Friday where you've got many of the uh, Defence Force personnel because this is their chosen charity, Legacy, out there on the streets alongside Legacy volunteers selling badges, encouraging the public to help out in some small way. We sure have. We get enormous support from Defence and, uh, you know, out the CDF, uh, General Hurley is... Uh, 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 Legacy is very solidly behind Legacy, has always made himself available, as well as all the other senior officers and junior officers and NCOs and privates and so on, because Legacy is theirs. Legacy is there for their family and children in the event that they should need it. So why wouldn't you want to support someone like that coming up on Badge Day? So we want everybody to think about Tickly Friday being the Badge day but there'll be sellers out in the street because a lot of people actually sell badges for us for the whole week you'll find a lot of school children in sydney in particular and some other country towns the schools are absolutely fantastic and they volunteer their time their their parents approve of volunteering their time to go out into the streets and sell badges for legacy because we are a uniquely australian organization and we're one of the most credible charities in the country. Well, Charles, thank you very much for uh, having a chat to us and, and giving us a heads up about Badge Day this coming Friday. 
as you said, uh, whether it be in the CBD streets of a metropolitan town or in the country areas, you can buy a badge and support the work of Legacy. And check it out online. Just go to uh, legacy.com.au and you'll see the links there to find out more about it. Charles Wright from Legacy Australia, thanks very much for uh, keeping us in the loop. Thanks very much, Matt. Very much appreciate it. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.